Hi, I'm Ben McKenzie. I'm here with my wife, Marina Background. The key to good detective work is having a keen eye for detail. Detail. Like the time you took the wrong bag at baggage claim? <laughs> I was jet-lagged. We didn't check a bag. We got some really interesting stuff out of it. What about the time you didn't wear any pants? What? When? Let's go find you some pants. You know, it actually kind of feels nice, you know? We're free. Day green. I don't even know the difference between numbers and letters anymore. It's been weeks, months, years since we've had food. Nothing from Dustin. So all we're left here to do is sit around and talk about the Gotham episode because we're the Gotham Chronicle podcast powered by, well, not even powered by them anymore, formally powered by the BatmanUniverse.net. I'm Josh, and joining me is... Haven't run out of bullets yet. This is Donovan. Need more booze. This is Jan. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Penguin, our hero, and uh, <laughs> the new Broadway musical, you know, like appearing in like, you know, uh, 15 cities this fall. Penguin is shocked when he finds that his staff and his choir has gone over to Gordon's New Haven, you know, where <laughs> I, I, I guess it's safer there, even though you could break your arm if you like sleep at night, you know, like that little, little kid. Gordon's like Martin like kid, apparently rolled over in his sleep and broke his arm. So either he's sleeping on the roof or like Jan said, how that even happened <laughs> or it's, or like top bunker, his bones are really brittle or he's just the wimpiest kid ever. And Gordon responds by offering him food that he's allergic to. <laughs> I heard uh, he totally favorite. Tony Starked it. <laughs> Say what? He totally Tony Starked it. Oh, I don't understand that reference, but I agree with it, whatever it is. Cause it's Iron not, Man it, 1, he bought um, – or was it Iron Man 2? He bought uh, Pepper some strawberries, and he, he tried to give it to her. And she's like, I'm allergic to strawberries. Are you trying to kill me? He's like, at least I remembered something about strawberries, and it was important to you. So. <laughs> yeah, that was the second one, I think. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> so – so penguin's horrified to see that his staff is wrong which has one of my like favorite lines from like the maid where like i I love how like she just like she's like maybe penguin won't notice if i just like stand outside of his room and sing the song maybe he won't notice that the full choir's there and he's like what about the dog rumor has it pup went willingly so gordon teams up with the street demons you know uh led by somebody who is not Lee, unlike what Reddit thinks, to try and get his staff back. But Sakla Blue, the street demons, you know, Hold betray. on, hold on, hold on. You said Gordon, not Penguin. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm so used to Gordon being the one to do, like, stupid alliances. And, yeah, uh, that's the Penguin. Foolhardy <laughs> missions, yeah. Penguin teams up with the street demons to try and get his staff back. Not Gordon, our hero. Take that, Ben McKenzie. Yeah, he's sad. He's sad. <laughs> Uh, but the street demon Sakla Blue wind up a train. So Gordon and Penguin are forced to team up. Uh, Bullock tries to like recruit Barbara, which like apparently he didn't need to do that because by the time Bullock comes back at the end, everything is a okay. But you know, Barbara tries to shoot Penguin, and Gordon like gets in the way. He's like, "I'm not moving. I have new confidence now because this Haven." This represents something bigger than us. I finally have a home. The Haven is my home, and it is always going to exist. For I am no longer a homeless homeless. And then the Haven blows up behind him. Yeah, it did. Yeah. No! No! Five seasons! 
and I finally get a permanent home. And it blows up a second later. And Bullock's like, Gordon, you know that there's like kids in there dying. I don't care. My home. My home. Oh, God. Oh, God. This podcast and Barbara is my priority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope that nobody who's like... <laughs> Nobody listens like these people need to take Gotham more seriously. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Selena wants to go find Jeremiah and Bruce reluctantly goes with her. And there's some light flirting along the way with the whole like, you know, all the rich people left. You didn't. I had a reason to stay. Oh, oh senpai. Um, she fights the mutant leader from the Dark Knight Returns and gets a little aggressive and goes into jeremiah's church led by a mysterious echo-shaped woman who sakla blue she takes off her mask and she is echo uh and she has a brutal fight with selena and selena handcuffs bruce to like i guess it was like a door you know and is like i ain't doing things your way anymore i'm going after jeremiah and i'm gonna kill him so those are the two i'd say that's the two plot lines of the episode yeah 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 that's it (laughs) That's it. So, uh, um, I'll start off. I, <laughs> this is my, I feel like I say this a lot. This is my favorite one of the season. I really, <laughs> I know we're only three episodes and I love this episode. This was, <laughs> um, Gotham, when, when they lean into horror, even though I made fun of this mercifully, like on the recap, when Gotham leans into horror, they do like really well. And that whole like Jeremiah church with like, you know, the big Russian roulette circle and like stuff like that. Like that was like horrifying and gripping. And I that know that's a really a- good 13 reference. Ah, I didn't even get that reference, but sure. Yeah. I think that's what uh. the movie's called. I'll check it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like when Gotham, even though I know that like Selena's not going to die, you're still like on the edge of your seat in that moment because of the way it's shot and directed. Uh, I loved that. Uh, and I thought that the cliffhanger was really, really good. Um, what a really, like it was a really surprising note to end on and just raises so many questions as well. And and there was a lot. Robin Lord Taylor. I texted Donovan and I said, Robin Lord Taylor is at his most Robin Lord Taylor in this. Like he's screaming a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Pterodactyl scream. Ah, uh, you I saw the Gillette commercial you. too, Penguin. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as much pain as a, as a woman giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking about that because of the pterodactyl scream. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, but like I'll make fun of this episode, but this was my favorite one of the three that we've had so far. Uh, Don and Jam, what do you all think? You know, I was, um, I was, I didn't, I watched this twice, and the first time I. I remember not, not liking it as much, but like when I rewatched it just before the week we started recording, I was like, "No, this is good. This 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 was good stuff." Um, I mean, there's some things I can definitely nit- nitpick about it because it, it's the show, but like, uh, I think overall it was sound. I think this is probably some of the best acting Cameron Bikindova has done. More on that later. Um, I liked kind of like uh, the more there was a lot more like in your face direct Batman references in this. 
like, uh, like the oh, yeah. overall canon. Like, I feel that, like, it's never been this much more, like, kind of having fun with that and then in this episode, and that was really cool. Um, and, like, um, the person who wrote this, like, I th- I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, like, like Z... 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 Z, Z I th- yeah, he's he's very very big on um Twitter, like, uh, um, like with the Gotham fandom because he's one of the more uh, prolific interactive writers. people on there. Well, what I like about but this like, episode he, he, is that like um usually the main characters of the show are kind of on their in their own kind of space and they're not they only interact once or twice. I like that this is kind of like a Penguin and Gordon team up episode, and I feel that like uh, we kind of just like had these two characters kind of just, like like put them in a room together and have them play, and it was really fun. <laughs> Like five minutes after he's like crowing over Gordon that he got locked up, he got locked up and like didn't go as well as you hoped. Like that, oh, that was good stuff. So I, I, I thought that this was, yeah, I don't, I thought this was a much more engaging episode than the last week. Um, so yeah, I, overall, um, I, I have no complaints. I probably like this the best out of the three we've had so far. <laughs> Z Chun, by the way, he wrote uh, "One Bad Day" last season, the Killing Joke episode. I liked it. I liked I. Mm. Okay, my other ship is like officially dead in the ground, and there's like not another season to mysteriously bring them back. So uh, I only have one ship left. <laughs> Wait. Good. So was Mr. Penn? Was he your ship? Or I don't like, what do you mean? I only have one ship left, and it is. Cat Bat. Uh, Cat Bat. Mm <laughs> hmm. Who is? It, oh yeah, your other ship was Tab Tabitha Butch. Really? Not Nick Mobblepot. God, Nick <laughs> Mobblepot would have been amazing if it actually <laughs> happened. Not Roz Alkeen. <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, why are you doing this? Why do you hate me? I want to be your friend, but I, it's just. You're just so mean to me. Josh pushes those closest to him away. <laughs> I'm gonna like wake up tomorrow and like and and my maid's gonna be singing and it's gonna be like, where did Don Django? They defected to like backroll the Oracle. <laughs> what? Where's my dog Ben? One episode. <laughs> this is an outrage, Ben. Where are you? It was that really Ben? Long Rumor has it, episode. child went willingly. <laughs> Okay, um, but I only have the one, and then it was really good how she, how they displayed how she's different now, although I do feel like she's closer to her darker aspect in the comics, so I don't feel like she's, mm, well, she's different, but I do feel like it's just like this, it's still in character, um, because she does lose it sometimes in the comics, and she will kill. It's not like a. It's not like with Bruce where she pulls it back, and I do like the push and pull between them. So that's was fun to watch, and then I really did like her uh, interaction with Echo too, because that was fun. Because everybody likes a girl fight. <laughs> there's, uh, the, there's a song called "Girl Fight." I, I did like. No, I honestly didn't. All the stuff involving Penguin was really weird to me, but you know, it's it's just how I'm like wired. If you're if you're gonna betray me, it's all like. And then of course they brought in, uh, what's her face, Barbara, and then I just didn't care. And that's my summoning up of the why did how did this kid break his arm? 
<laughs> he fell off his bed. <laughs> like, he how violently did sleep. he fall off his bed? Did he turn into, like, really heavy when he fell off his bed? Did he fall, like, did he float up to the ceiling and fall? Like, how how, how did he land on his arm? He was sleeping on the roof like Snoopy. <laughs> I'm really confused. He fell from the bed when he slept. And he his arm, and I'm just like, what? The reason why Gordon felt so guilty about it was because, like, <laughs> there was no beds for Gordon in there. So he tried to, like, you know, sleep on the other side of the kid's mattress and he, like, shoved him off the bed. <laughs> I mean, like, what could have happened? I thought about that, too. <laughs> maybe it was so malnutritious he broke his arm. Like, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just trying to figure this shit out. It's it's confusing. <laughs> also, was it necessary that the kid broke his arm? Like, like could they just have talked to him? Like, he's still haunted by the events yes, of earlier. Yes, they did actually need the kid to, to break his arm. How so? Uh, Isn't that where he kept the key? It was in his sling, or did he pull it out of his pocket? Because I swear to God. I don't remember. If he pulled it out of his sling, then I could be like, okay, this was just a plot point. But if he actually pulled it out of his pocket and put it underneath there, it's just like, why did he even break his arm? <laughs> to show how vulnerable he is. So, like, when Gordon gives him the badge and says, don't worry. You'll you'll be alive for he actually like um because when I watched the when I watched this the second time Gordon actually says to him at the beginning of the episode like I'll make sure that nothing bad ever happens to you again now yep. take your gasoline now take your gasoline shower <laughs> that's um, right that's dark it's not funny <laughs> it's a dark episode. <laughs> A child explodes. I don't. I don't. I don't really care that the kid was. Up. That, that, that was kind of. Tough. It would. It, 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 it would have been funny if, like, um, as a tribute to death in the family, when like the haven explodes, it says at the bottom, like you know, uh, somebody has blown up the haven. You know, will Gordon save? You know, Will and the orphans, or will they die? Call one nine hundred for them to live, and one nine hundred something something for them to die. Oh jeez. Sometimes I worry about you. It's a comic reference. Um, yes, I know. But, yeah, but I but yeah, still worry about you. But yeah, my second viewing, he, he like literally says to the kid, like, I'll make sure nothing bad ever happens to you again. But um, you did. in fairness to that, like, you know, line, it's it's supposed to show that Gotham is a city without hope um, right now. So, like, this haven, this, like, bright thing, which, like, you know, even had, like, the whole angelic thing around it. And, like, Lucius and Gordon and Saint at the end of the last episode, the haven, the most unexplodable place in all of no man's land that will be all right forever. Um, yeah. Yeah, that didn't go so well. So, I I dig that plot point. And um, uh, I forget his name. I think it's Damian Holbrook. He works for, like, TV Guide magazine. He moderates a lot of the New York Gotham events because he's, like, a... New York TV journalist at the Pally Center premiere. He was like teasing the third episode to the people in the audience. He's like, Oh man, the third episode, it ends in a place that's so dark that like, wow, I can't believe that they did that to the characters and how are they going to get out of it? Um, sure. I, I, don't, I don't know what I was expecting. Like, um, because I didn't, I didn't like how like randomly and spontaneously the Haven showed up in the last episode. And, I'm, I, I, I guess I'm actually kind of glad that, like, uh, it was blown up because it kind of takes away the safety net of, like, you know, okay, okay, Bullock, that was a hard fight. Let's go back to the Haven and cool cool off. Like, that would have been dumb and not No Man's Land. So, like, um... I don't know. They could have also worked it so that it was kind of like, it's Haven, but it's constantly under fire. 
because it is called Haven and people are flocking there. Well, and things weren't even so good. The whole place went up. I was just like, whoa. And even though, like, it's this idyllic place, things were not going well there. Like, there was that fight that homeless cop had to break up at the beginning over the rations. Like, he's like, hey, hey, you'll get your turn. You'll get I mean, your the, turn. The, the, we saw that in, in DCPD headquarters. And, like, yeah. um, but it's still Gordon, ongoing, which is nice. And when Gordon goes outside to, like, talk to Penguin and, like, you know, and, and let him go, like, the people in there are, are, like, arguing with each other, like, Penguin's the hero. No, Gordon's the hero. And Lucius is like, I did build this uh, haven, you know, and I modified the batteries from Jeremiah to give us power. Aren't I somebody's hero? Penguin! Didn't he also make the water filter? That was Bruce, wasn't it? Oh, Bruce made the water filter? Well, Bruce said that it was from Wayne Enterprises, so... I mean, uh, at the beginning, Bruce, like, like showing Gordon how it worked, and, like... I mean, Bruce probably didn't do it by scratch, but, like, I didn't see Lucius... Around that mm-hmm. I just assume everything that comes from R and D comes from Lucius at this point. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he's cute. now. Which is not how his character works. Cops. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but basically, what they did is they put him at the police department so that they could keep him in the show without having to continuously go over to Wayne Enterprises. You know that, right? Yeah, but it's still bad. Right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't even think we've seen him at Wayne Enterprises since like season one, where he like said to Bruce, "Like your dad uh, was a stoic." Yeah, that was like the only Why? time we've seen him there. You yeah, might even say of, um, that there's a book in your bookshelf that you should pull out. <laughs> God. That was such like the worst. <laughs> yeah, I have fond memories of season one, but I also have some crazy memories of season one. <laughs> but yeah, so um, it was like, what was it? Uh, God, I can't remember. He, after... Lee left. He became the. Remember, I was just like, I don't understand how. How did he become the medical the medical examiner? examiner? That's not even. Was he not, not the medical examiner? No, he was like something. He was. He was. He like was something the medical else. examiner first because he replaced Lee, and then he became the tech guy, and oh, then he yeah. became. He was like he was like everything at he was the GCPD. That's why I don't but like he, the, the whole like you know scientist element of Lucius Fox. Like that's Lee, nowhere he near what he can do. I'm trying to think what he because Lee was the medical examiner through like she left. She leaves. She replaced Riddler, two. didn't she? But well, no, no, Riddler got the the other medic. Riddler was a CSI guy, okay. and the medical examiner did not get along with Nigma because he like was always messing with his stuff. So like, if Riddler was CSI, Lee, why was he doing autopsies on people? He wasn't doing autopsies on people. Well, he was, but it was because he was he was not supposed to be doing it. He was he not supposed to figure to. stuff out. Okay. He wasn't yeah. um he wasn't patient enough to wait for the medical examiner to do their job. Yeah. So Remember, he was he overstepping leaves? his bounds, which is why the med- the former medical examiner kept asking him to leave. Yeah, Lee leaves for good like cuz she was gone for like a chunk of season 2. And um, comes back in season three, but she like leaves for good at the end of season three. So she's like halfway gone in every season. I think. I know. Like I'm leaving Gotham for good this time. Uh huh. Okay, like, Marina McCann's schedule is is like literally like half the episodes of, of the season each season. Half a season yeah. one. Well, half a season two. Uh, Has he half a season ever four, done a definitely. full season? 
I'm trying to think because like uh, season no. season three would be the only full season I think she's done. She was like even if she wasn't in every episode, she was in like the beginning, the middle, and the end. And we've not seen her yet so far in this season. No, no we're not going to see her for another uh, few weeks. Like the actress like said in an interview that she doesn't come back until like the like middle like half of the se- of the season. Oh. oh so, <laughs> despite everyone like saying on Reddit that one's Lee, that one's Lee, <laughs> she blew up the Haven as you, revenge on Gordon. Who were people saying that she was? They were saying that she was the skull lady, the sugar skull lady oh, from the last is. episode. <laughs> check, check, oh my check, gosh, it's a Hispanic woman. It must be her. Check her gas levels again, Reddit. What's next? Lee, is that you? No, Gordon, that's Edward. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't recognize that tongue anywhere. <laughs> Wait, the dog? Yeah. Why that like like, like Lindsay Tongue looks like a bulldog? Oh, <laughs> that doggy was so cute. Oh wow, cute. he is cute. At least, um, he, at least he survived. I know. Yeah. I was really happy about that. <laughs> he blew up the haven. <laughs> like oh, he no. like turns to like look at the camera. Um. And in fact, like, uh, <laughs> like the beam. So, who, when you first saw this episode, what were your theories about who blew up the Haven? I have no idea. I have no theories. My initial thought was like Penguin, but then it was one of those things where the more I thought about, it, the more it didn't make sense. Because I thought that he was like doing it to be vindictive. Like, even though he went to get his staff back, it's still like screw you guys like you all abandoned me and i'm I'm gonna show you yeah but i i realized like later on i was like no that doesn't make sense so i'm really not sure (laughs) well we know that um, that, that the only person that makes sense in my head is jeremiah we know that bane's gonna be in the show soon so true would this be something he wanted to do but this is like there's there's no build up to that. There's no well, not that they've haven't done that before. I mean, that'd be one hell of an an intro if he just suddenly walks out of the flames in the next episode. <laughs> but like then we have to figure Bane, out his motivation. Um and then he's like Rachel Gold's son or something. Um <laughs> Hello, mother. Oh, he says he's, he's, he says to Barbara, <laughs> Barbara, when did this happen? Barbara, I don't know. <laughs> Barbara doesn't know. <laughs> She's like, I don't know how magic glowing hand births work. <laughs> Shade all day. <laughs> I do love Harvey, like all panicked, like like right before it explodes, like Jim, 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 like <laughs> like I tried to keep Barbara back, even though he's the one that summoned her in the first place. Hi, Pangy, bye, Pangy, and Oswald just like poops his pants, like ah, ah. <laughs> looks like he's like Oswald's no, Barbara, off again. And I'm just all like. Really? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. <sighs> That's one of my favorite running gags of the season. Is like Barbara showing up and Penguin like losing his shit and getting scared. I don't even know. I'm just kind of. Uh, every time I see her, I'm just tired. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they're committing to like you know this storyline of Barbara. She must get her revenge because Tabitha was valuable to her and not the viewers. 
Yeah. Selena has not reacted to Tabitha dying yet. She doesn't even know Tabitha's dead. All she cares about no is... No one has uh, told her anything. Jeremiah. Does Bruce even know? No. Well, and she and Barbara have not but interacted yeah, no, not, since, like, the end of last season. Like, not the very end, but it was like... Whew. You remember, Barbara, she had to choose between them, or she had to try to, and she was, like, the voice of reason and all of that. Yeah, like, Barbara has not seen Selena since before she was shot, and I remember that, like, really bothering me. Because, like, the three of them were supposed to be BFFs. Yep. Yep, they were the sirens. <laughs> but, it's um, but but last episode you'll like it it's nice <laughs> <laughs> one of the best moments of the show um, the first commercial app. <laughs> one, I love our parody Bed, uh, hey, whatever women don't <laughs> or women are women hey, drink well, free women get in free don't. men don't You'll like it. It's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But last episode, it was like Selena saying, remember, when I think of Ivy, I just remember season one with Claire Foley. And this episode, it's like Bullock and Barbara saying, remember season one. So, like, that seems to be, like, a continued theme this year of, like, people calling back to, like, the first season. It's like, remember when, you know, <laughs> remember when Jim was a rookie and you were a corrupt cop? And and I like Harvey's response where it was like, you ever wonder what it would be like if Jim was around? He's like, yeah, I'd be dead or I'd be wishing I was. And I was like, oh, he right. You know, like... He says her, I remember when like, you were sane. <laughs> yeah, she was a horrible character then, <laughs> too. She was always a horrible character, yeah, I mean, at least at that point, it it was very, very obvious what she was supposed to be. She was supposed to be the grounding. To me, she was that archetype where she was supposed to be that grounding character that kept him on the straight. She's supposed to be the one that he's protecting and the kind of normal life he was, like, you know, protecting. And then she went crazy, and I was like, he literally has no reason to do his job right now. <laughs> Yes, no. There is no like normalcy in that show. Everyone she was she was is, the girl at home. Everyone is off the rails in that show. There is not a single normal person. Like everyone is like some crazy exception. Yeah, if that kid had them blown up, he would have like been like committed genocide by the end of the season. I'm sure. What Say what? What kid blown up? Um, uh, Gordon's version of Martine, the kid with the broken arm. His name was Will, I think. He blew up? Or do you, like he was in the explosion in the building? Yeah. Okay, because when you said he, like, the child blew up, I thought you meant, like, I was like, no, that was an old man running down the street that blew up. Because <laughs> you have to remember well, that, someone literally, a that, person that, literally blew up. That was him due to time travel. Up. You have to say he was in, an ex- in the explosion. There's like a completely different it's semantics do count in this case. My brain you and Stella like, would get along very well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. If you say the kid blew up, I was like, man, did I miss a child blowing up? <laughs> yeah, it was great. Like my brain was like, look, I thought that was an old man. <laughs> I was like, super confused. Well, I want to say that uh, uh, I thought that like, um, and watching it the second time, 
considering that the guy was all cut up in um, the haven, and then the guy kind of, you know, tied to a bomb and all kind of stuff, that was pretty mutants-esque. I, th- I thought the mutants were done decently in this episode for, like, a live-action um, adaptation. Yeah. I don't buy for an instant that, like, um... Oh, uh, oh, you're not Red Dark, Red Returns. Like, 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 the gang with, like, the um the visors that Bruce and Selena fought, those are the mutants from Dark Knight Returns. Okay, thank you for... <laughs> and that was one of the first like leaked set photos when they were filming that and like Cameron B. Kandofa was doing like high kicks in the photos and people were like Selena learns to walk again <laughs> learns. <Yes>. learns to walk <laughs> no she, she eats a she eats a tree <laughs> she eats a human blood seed well, and then becomes like Cirque du Soleil one man show <laughs> I was wondering if her eyes were going to bug out again this episode we want to talk about Celine's plot in this episode. There's, there's, there's a lot to, to talk about, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the, we can go character by character since there was only two plot lines. So, yeah, that would be better because it would give us more focal points to talk on than just the two general ones. Yeah, like Selena. Um, somebody pointed out on Twitter that like the scene of her on the roof before she jumps off is a shot-for-shot remake. Of like her doing the same thing in the pilot, which is another reference to season one. Which is good because the the show is coming full circle. Basically, is what it's saying. Yeah, <laughs> and she has the claws. Yeah. So her whole thing about um, you know, I'm back, Bruce, as though I never left, and like she has evil cat eyes. Yeah, that never comes up again, is it? In this episode, at least. It didn't come up in this episode. No. No, I mean she's more aggressive, and Bruce has to like fire a grappling. You know, thing I don't her. know if she's all that different. Like, you know, oh, she's going too far, and she's she's violent. Like, she's never been a great but, person. But but would she be able to take the giant mutant leader without Ivy's like plant thing? Well, I mean, she stabbed his leg, which was a vital artery, and like you know, started cutting him up. So like. Um, I'm I'm not considering that guy to be the mutant leader. He's just kind of supposed to like you know fill that image, but he's not. Because the mutant leader nearly killed Batman, so I'm not imagining that like that exact same. It's it's a prequel to the mutant leader. Like these people will be the inspiration for him when Dobby Mazows is fifty. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) far into the future. (laughs) Um, The way I I see it is, um, so when she killed uh, Reggie in the first episode. That we're never going again, apparently. Yeah. She was doing that to protect herself and Bruce, wasn't she? He was like, I'm going to tell on you, and then she pushes him out the window because it was convenient. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was, like, right there with, like, a target later on too. She killed, like, two people, right? I forget. Or did she just kill Reggie? I don't remember her killing anybody else. Okay, but seriously, when she did that, it was like, she was sitting there like, oh, yeah, I did this to protect myself and to protect us, like you and me, and blah, blah, blah. And then this case, it was completely different in her, the way that she was doing it, because she wasn't, she wasn't doing it to like, she said, yeah, he was trying to kill me, or whatever, but, but the way she was doing it was a lot more malicious, I feel. Then when she did it in the first episode, the first episode felt more like I have to do it because he said he's going to like do stuff to us versus um, this one where she just kept going even when he said to stop. Because she didn't have to. The guy stopped moving. 
So when you were watching, it, you, still... you, could, you could you could see that like you know this is not Selena, this is not right. I felt like it was Selena, just a different side of Selena because she's angry, and she's suffering from PTSD, uh, uh, all sorts of stuff. And she wants control of her life again, and this is how she feels she can get control of her life again. It's also her first time back in action. Like I, I didn't feel it was out of character for her. Well, well, no, no, I'm not saying it's out of character that she shouldn't be doing it or whatever. I'm saying that like because uh, because I I didn't blink it out at all when she when she was going on her rampage. What I'm saying is that like if this is it, I I don't know if the show wants us to, wants us to believe that like this is like wrong for her. Obviously Bruce says because Bruce tries to see the best in her, but like. If this is a result of the poison ivy, you know, healing her thing, it doesn't seem like that was necessary at all. Because <laughs> I, I feel that like she'd be doing the exact same thing because she's haunted by PTSD and what the Joker did to her, so she's mad and angry. It didn't seem like you know this was a result of like some sort of like plant steroid or anything like that. Well, I, I guess I assume that poison ivy's little thing gave her like enhanced strength to like really kind of like brutalized like i don't know it, it's like it's almost like an alice tetch virus am I, am I gonna have to like just guess that happened again because bruce doesn't say you're stronger than you usually are like at some point they have to actually talk this stuff out i didn't even see that she was stronger i just saw that she got in like some good hits because she was trained by tabitha and she also has claws yeah i i liked I, I forgot that she had tabitha's whip and i was like oh yeah she has that whip tabby gave it to her and now tabby's gonna after this, Bruce, we're gonna go see Tabitha. And Bruce like yanks his like thirty foot high like uh, <laughs> like his uh, turtleneck. Yeah, he yanks yeah. His, but, his, um, his, his giant turtleneck. Like, uh, maybe we'll go see Tabby tomorrow. Okay, well, but I, I just can't know that- see that they did want her to come off as more. Um, more aggressive than she usually would be because usually she just want to slink around it and kind of not not deal with it versus Uh like pick up pick the fight with the biggest person but like i said she's trying to regain control and then um i feel like she would have been more what is it called determined no uh more less confrontational like physically confrontational and more sneaky about getting to jeremiah like she's like we're gonna sneak in and i'm gonna slip sort of thing versus uh i'm just gonna like beat up everybody until i find him let me let me me put it this way um that thing at the end of the last episode like you know her smiling and the the music's like you and like her eyes are all cat like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like that was all for like trailer slash cliffhanger because that has dick to do with anything. She that she could just like get the ability to walk again and then feel upset about. Cause I'm not saying like, like she shouldn't be doing this or this is out of character. I'm saying because of that they did that. I'm thinking should I be should I be thinking about the IV pill thing? Or yeah, not? yeah, you should. They're trying to. They're trying. Okay, it's like really. We know how the show works. They're not really, really good at what they do. Um, right, so I'm they're not good at what they're trying to do. But this is clearly them trying to show her uh, the seed, how it's um, affecting her. I mean, for you and me who've read the comics, we already know that this is just another side of her, depending on how she feels that week. Like shot black mask in the head, like did she not? Like, uh, I don't. Yeah, Catwoman's always been willing to kill, so I don't. I don't. 
Well, yeah, very she, sad. Her, her, her body count is like maybe less than like six people in all of like history. But sure, she's 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 not a maniac, but at the same time, but like, but, uh, but, but 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 she's not like never killed the way that like Batman is. Like she's she's not like the Joker. She's not going to go around killing people, but. If she's in a situation where, like, killing somebody will save her life, she's not going to feel bad about it. I just feel strange watching this because it's like, I understand that Bruce wants to believe in her, but, like, it feels as though the show wants us to side with Bruce. But from what we've seen, this is Selena by numbers. And Well, you've just summed up their relationship and why it's ultimately doomed to fail is that, like, Bruce sees the best in Selena, but he will never... He idealizes her, and he never is going to accept who she really is, and he's in denial about who she really is, and that's their fundamental difference. That's that's fine, cool. That's that's all well and good. Then why the cat eyes from the last episode? She doesn't have powers <laughs> because because da, 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 da. yeah, that's exactly that's exactly right. <laughs> you should have seen, you know, the Brian Singer cut where like she had like Cyclops eyes, like Scott Summers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too blessed. I I will say, I will say that before, before we get away from it, that, like Bruce, um, what has Ivy done to 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 Miss Kyle? I don't know, Alfred, but her eyes are going crazy. I do want to say though, that, na, like na, uh, na, before na. the uh, before we, we get off of though, that like um, Davi Mazzal's popping out that grappling gun was pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't know, and I know that like the trailer kind of spoiled that, but like he just like we we, we didn't even see him get it. He just he just like has it ready to go, and I love Karen Bikido is like, what the f- is on my wrist right now? <laughs> that was pretty cool. Well, he had something like this in season three, like during the treasure hunt arc, because I remember like you made fun of like the internet because like there was a lot of like clickbait articles, like Bruce is finally one step close to becoming Batman, and you like pithily said, yeah, because he fires a grappling gun, big whoop. <laughs> but he used that for. Dude, like, I- Loved that grappling hook. It was the best thing ever. It popped out, and I was like, "Yes!" In this like episode? my inner bat fan like exploded into happiness. I was like, "Why does this show do this to me?" I was so mad like two seconds ago. It was. It was during it was the cool. treasure hunt arc of this episode. I get like a bunch of like no this episode. I get like so okay. much like. Ugh! It's one second. I'm like, oh god, the show. The next second, I'm like, yes. Very you know, it's, it's like emotional, emotional whiplash. It's it's intense. This this show gives me just enough to keep me coming back. I, <laughs> I, I I'm far too hurt to to to, to gin up um, love over that. But it was cool. No, it it was really cool, and and I like just how like handily he was. He didn't fumble with it, and like uh, I mean, you can tell that W was I was practicing doing that a lot. Because it, it, it looked, it looked between that and the mutant leader, um, going like you know slice and dice, cheeky cheeky. Like I was, I was like, this is this is more stuff we should be having in season five. You know, the final season where we we really you, you can lead into more references because you're welcome to without you know him putting on like a scalloped cape. Like like, like that's that's good. That's good. Yeah, just go ham. Yeah, <laughs> the baby Batman costume from last year. Oh, that's so the cute. But it's like they had a. It's like they had a list of like stuff that they can use and like uh like or basically their bucket list like okay we want to do the mutant leader we want to do and then like they found out they were getting canceled and the stuff like that was on this like map for like season 6 7 and 8 like 
they like just immediately put everything like, okay, we're going to do it all in season five mutant leader, uh, something, something, and, and, and other stuff that like, um, I've heard is coming that we're not going to say out loud. Superman, of course. So, what, no, so, really. so like, 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 <gasps> how dare you? <laughs> that's how the show ends like superman like just like comes and fixes no man's land and then like he goes fine with ben mckenzie and ben mckenzie goes can you read my mind do no, you know ben what ben it is the that you do to me it's just going to be um the last shot of tom welling from smallville with like the blurred like uniform or whatever <laughs> that's gonna be it <laughs> Bros, it's the red blue blur. Are you are you having a stroke, Gordon? <laughs> He's dreamy. What about what about uh, what about Echo? Yeah, I was about to ask about Echo Quinn. Um Yeah, totally. I guess the show decided that they were going to do harley quinn like they find after like years of resistance because like the producers would always have say no we're never doing harley quinn then like all right fine echo it's harley quinn well they don't call her harley quinn but she's freaking harley quinn this episode and she doesn't even act like echo did last year because if you remember last year echo was very like stoic she was like jeremiah's like yeah she was like jeremiah's like silent enforcer and then he and, boned her, apparently, and then she saw Jesus. Or she, like, did the Russian roulette thing, and that made her insane. Oh, right. like the bullet, the bullet in her brain. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's this like, is another one of those Joker Joker church cults things that just, you know, just, just has me rolling my eyes. Where, you know, where, where everyone kind of has their, like, you know, I had gal face, you know, oh, Jeremiah's the bestest. And even though he like, had like two appearances last season, we all love it. And, I, and I guess that like he was on TV, so there was something for them to go off of. But like since season two, like the beginning of season two, so they've had years for no, that. Well, to no, build no, no, up. no, that that was Jerome. No, you, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. So here's the thing: uh-huh. you had Jerome since season two. Yeah. And then people started doing the cult of Jerome. Then the Jerome died, and then he's got this twin brother. And his twin brother appears to kind of give them, like, pick up the slack. So they clearly just needed someone to follow because their whatever was dead. And then Jerome gave them. Jeremiah picked up everything. And then, Adding of course, that, that but, but it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's no an implied, though, this is the same clientele of followers. This, this is like a whole. It's. it's like a whole different set of people. It's, it is now because he he's smart about it. Remember, he's like, yeah, typical. You guys would betray me, so he gassed all of them. Remember, and then he found other people. And of, and um, in times of dire whatever, people do flock to people will flock to anything. Yeah, this is this is no man's land. Although, like Don did kind of like ruin the wardrobe for me because now, like ever since he brought it up, like <laughs> I'm paying attention to people's wardrobe. I'm like, oh yeah, and no man's land. How did all these people get like matching like Catholic Leather? school outfits? Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, the short sleeve shirt and the ties. That, that that's I guess that so should important. be easy. Just you just raid a um 
what is it called? A school uniform store and you're good to go. I guess, but like we're like months into no man's land, so you get you a lot of that. actually a lot of stores will have like school just ready to go for anyone. So even during no man's land, yeah, even during no man's land, oh, okay. it specifically for school uniforms. Alternate theory: uh, Echo and Jeremiah raided the school uniform thing, and when Echo was out, kind of recruiting people. Like, saying, hey, if you want to join this awesome thing, show up here at 7 p.m., like, tomorrow night. She, like, gave them the uniforms to show up in because those people kind of all showed up around the same time as if this was, like, there was, like, flyers or an appointment or something. So Yeah, they, and they were all dressed the same. Yeah, so so I feel like this was pre-planned somewhat. I don't know. Like, it's... <laughs> I don't know. It made it, more sense to me than everybody in Gotham wearing bondage gear. How many, like, I just mm-hmm. feel like every store has a bondage section with, like, leather straps <laughs> and, like, fishnet. Just Have you never been like, to Target? Just go to Walmart. <laughs> they have that at Target. Hey, Bullock, what do you think of the new police uniform? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. I'm sorry. I missed everything that happened. <laughs> I, I had Gordon say, like, hey, Bullock, what do you think of the new GCBD uniforms? And Bullock like, Jesus Christ, Gordon. I know that the government's not watching us anymore, but we are not wearing those. And Lucius comes out. I don't know. I think it's rather comfy. <laughs> Put it on or you're fired. <laughs> Basically. Oh, um, my circulation. Um, <laughs> go ahead. It's You're fascinating. <laughs> uh, this is like Jinkies. Now I ship him with uh, Velma. Velma, thanks. Thank you so much. Speak. I, I got to talk to you about shipping later because there is like a section of fandom that ships two characters from this episode that I'll, I'll get to after we talk about Echo. Jesus. <laughs> You're taking shipping to its logical extent with Jan. <laughs> I know, like, Jan is like, I'm the most shippiest fangirl ever, and Reddit and Twitter, like, hold our beers. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the shippiest person ever. The only two people I shipped. The only people I shipped on the show were Lee and Gordon. Lee Ooh. and um, dude, that was Don't. back when they started because she was fixing that character. Okay, she actually. We all we we were all like high. She was making Gordon podcast. like worth watching because you got to watch her. Okay, and then there was um, Tabitha and Butch. Obviously, my ride or die. Uh, Cat Bat, which I warmed up to, and. Uh, Nigma Lee, I think you liked. I did like them. I yeah. I have a problem with problematic relationships, and that one was really problematic. And I was like, yes. Um, the one that I knew that would never happen, but I would have liked to see the dynamic for due to comic book history, would have been uh, Lee and Alfred. Yeah, and and, and they flirted in that one episode. <clears throat> Yeah, they did. And was there anything else that I liked? Uh, no, I hated that relationship. I remember, like, season one, like, Stella, Don, and I all loving Lee and Gordon because, like, she was, like, being ridden. Like, she was, like, the anti. She was the best female written character in that show. Like, because. And then they ruined her. 
even even through like the beginning of season two where like she's like no i'm not jealous of you and barbara i just know that she's dangerous and like i and i don't want you to fall for her trap like she was not like getting mad or she wasn't like you're keeping a secret from me jim secrets are like she was i I remember loving that and then season three happened yep (laughs) (laughs) yep (sighs) every single well actually do we have anything except valerie vale we were talking about harley quinn i think oh we know the the, the cult people um i don't like them but like uh with her yeah i I mean like um i I agree that like you know harley quinn felt like just a straight-up mandate like you will do it or your your, your ass is canceled um and like uh (laughs) i know that jan was high on her design i thought it was neat um I uh, love it so much. Yeah, I thought it was neat. Because uh, it reminded me of a playing card. How so? <laughs> if you look at her eyes the way it, it's done, it's like if you ever look at a playing card, the other side is upside down. Mm-hmm. So, like, they put the... they put If you look at it, her eyelashes on one side are the regular way. And then on the other side, they have the fake eyelashes on the bottom, and then they drew the eyebrow underneath her eye, and then she has the top eyebrow whited out. And then if you look at her lips on one side, the red is on the top, and then it's white on the bottom. The other is white on the top and red. So they literally flipped the other side of her face, like, not completely upside down, because, you know, features, but upside down. Oh, it was nice, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also did like the way that they colored her clothes. I love the moment where she takes off her little ceramic mask and the camera does like a dramatic close-up on her, like, oh, it's her! I know, like, was, was that supposed that to not her? know it was her? Well, not only, like, was you not supposed to know, but it's like, as if, like, Echo is so recognizable after, like, the three episodes she's been in. <laughs> well, she was only showed her face in one of them. Well, I mean, also, like, uh, I, I, I mean, like... I remember uh, when Gordon unmasks her, he's like, Echo, um, in last season. Well, she was, like, um, much more vampy in this episode. I, th- I, th- I think she didn't say anything in last season. Where here, she's doing the kind of... She's doing kind of like a halfway between Jerome and Jeremiah. Um, it's nice. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's a different character, but it's like we need to make one Harley Quinn, and like Echo's like the closest person. And people were already saying last season <laughs> Echo's obviously Harley Quinn, so they were like, okay, fine. Well, she was wearing the mask and everything. Well, she I, was halfway there. Cowl, yeah. I mean, I I figured that too. I was like, okay, I mean, we've already got the Joker. Might as well bring this girl in as Harley. I mean, she's clearly super dedicated to Jeremiah, considering she was willing to put his brother in a cage. (laughs) I remember thinking that that cage was, like, hilariously ridiculous. She's, like, putting him in a kennel like he's a dog. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) that's not normal, and she was willing to do that for Jeremiah. I was all like, well, we're halfway there. I didn't think she, aside from her, oh, hello? I'm here. I'm here. Oh, it was the picture. (laughs) I heard like a Skype noise, so I thought that we disconnected. (laughs) I'm Tony Stark. (laughs) (laughs) For those who are listening who have no idea what I'm talking about, the picture is Captain 
Captain America saying Jerome is the best and Tony saying Jeremiah is the best and then the bottom says Civil War. <laughs> Who said I'm, I'm Tony Stark. <laughs> I'm usually team team Cap, but this time I'm team Iron Man. I think I was team Cap in the movie. Although, hold on. I I might have switched Iron Man in the movie just because he had Spider-Man on his side and I love Spider-Man. Hawkeye for life. Not that great in the movies, but amazing in the comic books. So, <laughs> Caw, caw. Uh, have, have we said have, have we said all we have to say about um, uh, Harley Quinn? Uh, I think the actress did a really good job. I will say that. I mean, yeah, she's not Harley Quinn, and I'm not looking for her to be Harley Quinn because Harley Quinn is like unbelievably, over, you know, kind of like like uh, putting people's. You know, faces all these days. I thought she was interesting and different, and, and that performance played play along well, while still being kind of like cliched Hollywood crazy, which I guess is called upon, like everyone is in the show. Um, yeah, but it makes sense for this type of character in this time, in this case. I mean, it's Gotham, so like, it's it's versus not, like Barbara Keen uh-huh. or Lee on the virus. But this character makes sense considering <laughs> who she's supposed to be. <laughs> if somebody has to be Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, I'm glad that it's her and not, you know. <laughs> I remember someone last season had the theory, wait, what if, you know, her name is Lee? What if it's Harley? <gasps> and when we find out her middle name is Quinn. Phantom was a mistake. <laughs> well, there was like a few months where like Phantom was like, <laughs> Phantom thought that everyone was Harley Quinn. It's true. On Reddit, because like John Stevens said, some, or I don't know, some, somebody like Davi Mazow's like, somebody said something like, oh, you're going to have Harley Quinn in the season three finale. So people are like, is it Tabitha? Is it Barbara? And like, no, Bruce it was saves that little, he was trolling everybody. <laughs> Bruce saves that little girl at the end, and people are like, what if she's Harley Quinn? Like the little girl who had like five seconds of screen time. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then like it continued into season four where like our joke about gotham reddit was like you know the harley quinn board because like so i had to ask john stevens at comic-con i'm like all right what's do with the harley quinn thing he's like i'm sorry it's all my fault and <laughs> She's then never you guys gonna... try to ask me why i like her and i'm like i really don't care about her that much well i asked you why do you think she's so popular and he said, I don't know. So that was essentially no, the same Why do you like her? I didn't ask that. I did not ask that. Yeah, you did, because that's what I answered. You still said, I don't know. Yeah. But it's still one of those things where it's like, they don't, I mean, I mean, if you if you watch this show without being a Batman fan, you don't have to know that she's supposed to be Harley Quinn or affect that kind of idea. Uh... You probably would know though, because Harley's all up in everyone's face everywhere. Well, if if, if if let's say if you're not a comic fan and you know Batman by name, but you're not really into like the lore of Batman, but you watch this show, because there are some people who do that. Like, I don't think that like her connection with Harley Quinn is like something that 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 requires your 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 knowledge of in this episode, which is fine enough. Like, they don't stop and tell you it's Harley Quinn. I knew it all along. Like, there's no, they don't say those words, and and that's a little easier to swallow. Of course, they don't say Joker in the show. So, yeah, they can't say Joker though. But we all know it's a Joker. God, do we all know? Yeah, it, it's weird because like, yeah, they can't say Joe, and they can't say Harley Quinn. But like, they're really leaning into making her Harley Quinn. And like John Stevens, he had that. I was going to try and find the sound by put into like the episode where I talked about this, but like I couldn't find the full thing. And I only looked for 10 minutes. I'm like, all right, I got to edit this thing. 
I don't have time to start seeing in there for this, but John Stevens, like if anyone has the audio from New York comic con 2018, he, he was like really like going overboard with like winking at us. He's like, let's just say that, that, you know, a certain girlfriend of Jeremiah's who likes to use rollerblades and mouth. Is, is that a thing that like a Harley Quinn is known to do? I, in the he had roller seats and mallets in the animated series, at least. Well, didn't she? All of one am I confusing this with like? I know in the Amanda Connor Jimmy Palmiomi body comic, she joins like a roller derby team. Like that. That was like her like. Not yeah, job. I have no idea. I've not but it was like it was like part of her character, like kind of like the way that like Dick Grayson was a bartender and the Scott McDaniel run. Like Harley Quinn was like a roller derby, um, like team member. Competitively, I have no idea. Oracle now is also, you know, the the Margot Robbie version, who's much more kind. Of, I mean, she kind of affects that sort of like roller derby clown. I think I don't know if she wore skates, yeah. but but she's kind of like that kind of almost athletic look, as opposed to like you know, kind of a costume. Oh, was that athletic? I'm sorry, I just saw like some booty shorts. I just thought that was cheesecake. It was. <laughs> I saw no athleticism in that costume. I just saw, like, here's some booty, guys. This is what you want, right? This is what men want. Who cares what women want? But this is what women want. They want this booty. Yeah, There's sure a little girl. For, for you to enjoy, for you or, and or gay people to enjoy. He There's was a little... so gross. Give me something there... to worth, the, worth looking at. Give me Heath Ledger shirtless. There's a Not little right girl. Not right now, but, like, back in the day. I want to know how I got these scars on my chest. <laughs> There's a little girl who's like obsessed with Harley Quinn because of DC Superhero Girls version, and um, I was like shopping with her brother, and we were like, "Oh, these little like this." It was like a little Harley Quinn plushie, and it was like the Paul Dini, Arlene Sorkin like version, you know, oh, with like the full outfit. So I got it for her, and like I took and and she took one look at it, and she's like, "I don't like that costume," and that was like I never felt so old in my life. Like, that's not Harley's costume. I don't like that costume. Here's what uh, John Stevens had to say about using Echo as Harley Quinn on a cinemabun.com. He says, quote, A lot of it was like, I'd seen that actress for the first time last year, just seeing the range she has and how she, how good she was working as sort of as Jeremiah's henchman. Because we could never do the Joker Joker, we could also never do Harley Quinn. Well, I thought, if we can do a proto-Joker who's not quite the Joker, but who we could draw uh, antecedents from, too... Why couldn't we do the same thing with Harley? And so we started taking a lot of the same elements of madness and anarchy and the sort of mad love that Harley has and placing it into the Echo character. She plays through the entire season, you know, with Jeremiah, and it's just a really fun, twisted, energizing relationship with a series ending. So now we know. Yay! I can't wait to see how they play off each other. Which is probably freaking terrible. But, well, actually, (laughs) if it's terrible, it's only because of how... Writing is directed because oh, that camera Monahan will kill every second of it. <laughs> you know how like they can't like say Joker or Harley like that would be funny if like if like Warner Brothers said oh and you can't have her say Puddin so like they have her say like like Jello or like something like they like she actually already these. said Puddin. I know, but that that would have been fun. I'm I'm saying if oh, like okay. it would have been funny like if they're like isn't that right Puddin? What? <laughs> Say it the right way. You mean Jello? Like all like threatening and like Davi Mazzaus and Cameron are just giving each other looks. And, and as soon as Otley says, "Don't call me Puddin'," as though that's a thing that she doesn't like. I was a little confused. By that. Somebody like I think it's because like, it was like a what is it called? Pet name. When you call someone a name, 
a pet name. And she didn't like, I didn't make out with you. I made out with Bruce. <laughs> I just realized Alfred wasn't in this episode. But that's okay. He was probably, you know, gained a much needed rest from not being in the hospital this season yet so far. Oh, God. That's right. He gets, like, shot or something every season. It's already been spoiled by, like, one of the producers that he's going to be back in the hospital again this season. Of course. Like, John Stevens said. Sean Bean, the hospital. Yeah. Sean Pertwee gives Davi Mazzaz a I'm okay, Mastomy. And it's, like, a close-up on his eyes. And they go, all oh, cat. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. He he hugs Selena because they they understand each other now. And then it zooms in on Selena's eyes and they go cat. And then it zooms in on his eyes and they go cat. And it zooms in on Selena's eyes and it just keeps going. You zoom in on Gordon's eyes (laughs) and and they go cat. And it turns out, it turns out that it's just Jebediah using the cat eye filter on them with his Snapchat. (laughs) Him and Ivy would be like worst enemies because he's vegan. He's raw vegan. So he keeps um, like trying to get plants out of Robinson Park because they're the most nutritious. So another we haven't even mentioned like that like they killed off um an established character like uh this season, Mr. Penn, who's I first remember him in season four. Somebody told me that he's been around earlier, but I I, I only remember him from season four because like Bigman wasn't always like the give... big boss that he is now, right? Um, but like he, I, I definitely remember him from season four. Like he was at that baby nightclub that like uh, Gordon and Bullet, like the one that Sophia got shot at. Um. So and he's that actor Andrew Sellon. I interviewed him for like an article over the summer. Just like it was like a hype article that I did for another website about Gotham season five is coming, and he says no character is safe, and like you know like wink wink even me apparently. Um, but Twitter like loves him because the the actor Andrew Sellon he's very very like active in the Gotham fan community on Twitter, and there is a lot of people that. Uh, this is going to be one of those things that you can't unlearn once you hear it. There's a lot of people who ship him with Penguin. and uh, I'm not like, even sort of surprised. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you think that was going to like... <laughs> yeah, That's <sorry>. obvious. <laughs> That's like an obvious Penguin thing. shipped with a man? I've never heard of such blasphemy. <laughs> Penguin shipped with his right hand man? Fair enough. <laughs> um... That's like yeah, a, he, that's a until, until you finish, I was like, "Penguin shipped with his right hand." <laughs> it's like that's a little specific. Right whatever. Hand? Jim, and? You give us a minute here. <laughs> no, ah, <laughs> oh, you shot my right hand. <laughs> it was being assaulted. His <laughs> <laughs> okay. name is Mario. <laughs> Mario wasn't. When he killed Mario him. Brothers, I couldn't take the chance that you would use it to control Mario and kill Lee. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, like uh, there's been lots of fan art and stuff this week, and like, people were, like <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that, but it makes you laugh. <laughs> people who are in denial about like Penn hating Penguin because like his like dime words like everyone hated you. Like people have like said on Twitter. 
they didn't let him finish. He was going to say, everyone hated you, but I didn't. But he died before he no, could he finish said, the sentence. No, he said everyone hated you. He said the word you. Yeah, but he was going to finish it saying everyone hated you, but I didn't. Sure, buddy. Betty. I... Buddy. Oh, okay. Um, he's the same people I mean, that like, Batman didn't kill anybody he... in BVS. What are you talking about? Yeah, he he's an expendable character. So, like, I, I like the actor, and, like, he was a nice guy when I interviewed him. So, you know, R.I.P. Mr. Penn. Yeah, I guess. I was very surprised he lasted, like, the entire last season. I thought that, like, by the third appearance, Penguin just shoot him out of frustration. Even when Penguin, like, was surprised and sad that he died, that honestly surprised because he, he never treated him well. It wasn't like Butch or, um... I mean, maybe not, maybe Butch is a wrong example, but it wasn't like somebody. <laughs> who, it wasn't like PB Herman fault. You kill Butch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was also um, he was extremely useful to have around. Extremely. And he, yeah, he he ran the empire for him. Now he's the one who counted all the numbers, the people. He's the one who did all the math. I remember they also revealed that, like, he was the spy, like, that Falcone had or something. So that's why Gordon and Bullock went to talk to him at that baby, like, club. Yeah. He needed to go there to distress. <laughs> when you work for Oswald. And yeah. it's funny because, like, he's, like, the least likeliest person to, like, defect because he is so spineless they he was extremely like, useful because he ran all the numbers he did all the rationing he did all the uh oh. he basically kept all the records for penguin so penguin only had to like listen to the report and then make a decision well, even though he made shitty decisions. i remember the point i was gonna make which is that like uh I think Don said this to me when like uh he watched the episode for the first time which is that like this is not the first time that we've had this moment of like penguin like what you know one of my like subordinates hates me why and then like that subordinate dies like oh uh, no one really likes you we all actually hate you because they did that with gabe in season three with, oh like, that's true and um and i feel like there's been other moments like that where like penguin discovers sakla blue my men actually hate me they don't love me but i, I know it was like gabe specifically is like one that i remember yeah, that's so, because, but that's because Gabe was his number one, and then he replaced him with Butch. Remember? None. I think Butch well. was was him and Butch were already broken up by then. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Well, to, to, to to Jan's point about <laughs> such like, a complicated uh, relationship. To Jan's point about um, Mr. Penn being so useful to Penguin and stuff. I mean, like, what was your? What, can I ask? Like, what, why did, why did you bring that up? What do you mean? Like. Penn, Penn being like, you know, he, he ran the numbers, he was in charge of Penguin's stuff. Like, I, I'm trying to remember, like, why... Oh, what, because you were saying, like, all of a sudden, he's all, like, surprised and shocked that he's dead and stuff like that. Um, because, like, he needed him. I don't feel like there was, like, a real, like, emotional attachment to him. I just feel like, well... For him, he probably felt it was like an emotional attachment because the guy was like useful and did what he wanted him to do. You know what I mean? So it felt like he was he was helping him 
Uh, so he believed that he liked him because he doesn't really help people unless he likes them or he needs something. Okay. And uh, and he's still that season one person deep down inside, you know, like back in season one where he just wanted to be respected and he just wanted a friend. He wanted Jim Gordon to be his friend and he wanted like to And the be only loved. person in his life that loves him for him is dead, which is his mom. Yeah. Which, by the way, I realized on my, my second re-watching the episode that like it was like the Gertrude Cobble put like 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 singers or choir people or whatever. You said that you Memorial had a choir. About, yeah. yeah. You, you said that you had a point to make about them too. They remind you to make. Yes. You yeah. Did. You texted something in the chat. You're like, remind me to make a point about, and I think it was the singers. Uh, well, Jay was talking about like the fact that like she thought Ben McKenzie had bags under his eyes, and I wanted to say, okay, yeah, when. Oh yeah, when Gwen Gorn's like, or when Bulk's like, you haven't slept in days. Yeah, because you keep on parking your car in places and you won't tell me where it is. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) oh my god. Well, he does have bags under his eyes, which is good. (laughs) You haven't slept in days. I know. I crawled into a bed last night and you know pushed one of the orphans out of it, but he started crying and saying, "Ah, my arm." So I got out of there before I could be caught. (laughs) <laughs> Gordon, come quick! The boy has broken his arm. How did this happen? What? <laughs> By whom? God, I mean, I still don't understand how he broke his arm from falling. I have fallen out of my bed before. It is not that far, and I'm way heavier than that child. He did it for attention because he wants Gordon to love him. What if he becomes Harley Quinn? Nah, he's gonna become the name. He's gonna become James Gordon. James Gordon. Wait, is that his he'll, name? James he'll become Jr. he'll become Barbara Gordon. Is it James Junior? Yeah, James Gordon Junior. Yeah, he'll become that guy. Yeah, he he dead. His name is Tom Wilson. Look, it's Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Is this a person from the comic books or just a random kid they've named, full named in this show? I thought it was Will. Will Thomas. Whatever. It's, I don't but care. Yeah, no, it's not it, Martin. He, he, he's not. I know. I know. Like <laughs> The only kid on the show that you know was worth a salt. Yes, because he was so cute. He was like mute and he tried to stab people it was great it made me happy <laughs> martine was in that was in the haven and he was trying to get penguins attention but he couldn't yell for him so he oh. just kept on he just kept on writing oswald oswald but like oswald was too busy yelling about like edward and stuff like that and like and <laughs> I'm just so, gonna so, pretend he's far, far away. So, so Martin said, "I know what'll get his attention," and he blew up the haven. <sighs> because, because remember, Martin has a history of arson because he was gonna do that to the kid's backpack. It's and true. His, and then he saw what Riddler did to the kitchen in that one episode. So he, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> Who are you like this? <laughs> Martine did it to get Penguin's attention. I should tell that girl on Twitter. She'll be like, oh! It'd be amazing. Like, he blows up the apartments, and then Penguin's like, oh my god. And then he walks out and, like, has a little notepad. Are you proud of me? 
And he's like, oh, God, my child. I am proud of you. Not so fast. You're under arrest for arson. There ain't no law that says that you can't arrest someone under the age of 11. He's right. No, he isn't, Jim. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of juvenile detention? Shut up, Harvey. Penguins won this round, but we'll get it It's next his time. play. <laughs> it's Martin. Oh, my God. <laughs> the blood was so bad. <laughs> the penguin. The penguin. I did love that the dog turned on him, too. <laughs> That's one of like, my favorite. The dog's all like, F- you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he gave the dog all the best food. This is one of my favorite lines. Like, rumor has it, dog went willingly. Rumor has it that everyone's so excited to talk about that dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and that made Olga, like, she's like another person who's like really active in the Gotham fan community on Twitter. She was like the one that spilled the whole um, Nick Mobblepot thing. <laughs> Back in season three, remember? Wait, what? Like penguin? I was the one that spilled that tea, dude. No, no, no. I mean, in the show, like, remember, penguin confesses to her that he likes Nigma, and she told, I think she told Barbara, or she either told Barbara. I don't know. She told yeah. She told Barbara because Barbara was on the table. Yeah. Being like, I want a piece of the pie. Uh, like, why are you even here? <laughs> Every Bar- exists. It's like, why is Barbara on this table? <laughs> it's like, wow, Barbara has never... She's like, never... I deserve to be part of all of this. I deserve part of Gotham. And, and it's like, wow, Barbara has never been crazier than she's ever been. And season four said, hold my beer. And then season five was right behind it saying, yeah, we got a beer too. <laughs> She hasn't been that crazy this season. Just you haven't gone to the episode where she becomes a sorceress. Yes, we have those season I'm gonna four. Go to your home. I'm going to go to your apartment and set it on fire while you're still inside. Oh no, not my apartment! Is what that person would say. So <laughs> right, I forgot Josh is homeless now. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have anything else? No, I don't think so. Yeah. If I had my computer in front of me, I would read comments from Reddit again. But Street um, demons were stupid. They were like really quick to just work with him, though. Well, they were kind of up against a wall. And then they betrayed him the first chance they got. That's true. And who else was with them? Accessing Bertoni memory. I'm not sure. Was uh, were the sugar skulls with them? They had some people with actual skulls. I, I think on. the sugar skulls. Well, they like, mentioned the undead. Was that, was that supposed to be them? Uh, the undead game? I don't know. Because I thought that the sugar skulls were like murdered last episode. Yeah, they were. They were like. <laughs> I do. I do like how everyone's still like worried about the scarcity of bullets. That's still a plus point. Like the scarcity of bullets and the scarcity of food. Well, the scarcity of bullets is gone now because they're working with Penguin. Because, like, what is it Jim is putting himself between uh, Babs and Penguin, so... Well, because he was going to let Penguin go. He's like, you did the right thing here today. You can go. Yeah. And, uh... (laughs) I didn't think it was BS that, like, Penguin, like, saved it, like, helped them, like, for, like, five seconds at the end, you know, it was his fault for bringing them there. One's like, Penguin saved us. He's our hero. But then I remembered these are, like, very, very, 
Yeah, well, not idiots, but like these are like malnourished. Like true, true. People they don't have like, food, so they can't. They're deliriously stupid. Well, and not only food, but like there's like no hope. Like they're they're like cut off in this post-apocalyptic world. So like you flock to like leadership and like it's very easy to be in like a Stockholm syndrome type relationship at that point. So it, I kind of rolled my eyes at that, but I was like, actually, you know what that is? That is somewhat believable because it is no man's land. Like, you know, you know, like there's stuff on walking dead all the time where like people will follow like violent leaders and just like, overlook it and pretend that they're benevolent because they have no other choice but to survive and if it looks like penguin is your best choice for survival you're going to be like homeless who uh, <laughs> i mean this is not yeah, but i wouldn't know if i now. would be like singing his praises i would have just been like oh like i know i know what i want to talk about uh, the, the the stupid choir were singing when they were like under duress and the guy's passing out and Penguin's lair, and then like when you go to like the Haven, they're singing but they like it and it's like oh, oh you're dead. they're probably fed and have been able to take a nap. No, the answer <laughs> is that they're not they're not real people. They're they're cartoon characters for us to, to laugh at because <laughs> this is the tragedy of No Man's look, Land. Look, I don't I don't know what what to say here because. <laughs> Robinson Park is like London town. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's the witch. Oh, my God. Now, by golly, gee. Now sing, now sing Gotham City like, by R. Kelly. Gordon's all like, I want you to sing Gotham City by R. Kelly now, choir. And Bullock's like, uh, Gordon, we, you might not want to sing R. Kelly. What? Why not? And like Bullock like whispers in his ear, he did what? Yeah, basically, let's, uh, let's move away from that. It's like sad and depressing. That was Penguin, our hero. The next episode is called... Today is Sunday, so it'll be the 24th. Uh, the next episode is called Ruin. Gordon and Penguin are forced to work together and alliances are shaken when Lucius, Nigma, and Barbara have all different ideas of the culprit behind the recent events at Haven. Meanwhile, Selina continues her quest for revenge against Jeremiah. Guest star Cameron Mon- is he main cast now? Guest star Cameron Monaghan. And the all-new Ruin episode of Gotham airing Tuesday, January... Oh, sorry. Thursday, January 24th uh, on Fox. Uh, guest cast is Cameron Monaghan as Jeremiah Valeska, Anthony Kerrigan as Victor Zaz. Yes! Francesca Root Dodson as Echo, J.W. Cortez as Detective Alvarez, Alec, Alex Morph as Sykes, and Jamie Murray as Walker. Oh, yes. So I'm happy to finally oh. be seeing her. Uh-huh. And Alvarez I'll give a, is back! And I'm going to give a non-spoiler tease for next episode. Um, Jan, you're going to find out who is shipped with Alvarez. Alright, so until next time, this is Josh. This is Don. This is Jan. And this is Jebediah. Kombucha. <laughs> His last name is Kombucha. It's not Valeska. <laughs> no, no, he, he just said Kombucha for no reason. Kombucha. Oh. Like, <laughs> and you've been listening. He changed the last name to Kombucha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Follow my Instagram account where I take black and white close ups. <laughs> and you've been listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast.
this picture kind of gives me life. Which one? Yeah, I know what you mean. Pain. <laughs> Damn it, Josh. Homeless Josh. <laughs> this is who I am. Oh god, he's become a full homeless! <laughs> this is my gift, this is my curse. <laughs> who am I? Are you sure you want to know? If someone Not really. Told you I was a cop. If someone told you I was a cop that owned a home, someone told you wrong. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> lied. <laughs> How bored are you right now? <laughs> like, this is, We open up the phone and this is what you. <laughs> <laughs> Open up the phone. It's been it's been an int- it's been an interesting day. Yeah, um, I believe so. Like, um, I, I had so. to go into work at the last yeah, minute. There's only but like two storylines in this one, wasn't there? Yeah, it's just uh, Penguin, uh, Gordon, and the Haven, and uh, and then Selena searching for Jeremiah. And yeah, uh, I mean, would you call the Bulligan Barbarising the third storyline? I don't think scene. so. That wasn't even a storyline. <laughs> a seed to like push her. <laughs> Worthless storyline forward. <laughs> Remember season one? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll we'll get into it when we will <laughs> when we start. Uh, oh, no it's kidding. recording, right, Don? Oh, you betcha. Okay. System Don isn't going version. to miss any of your homelessness. <laughs> He's all <laughs> over the news. You're gonna be getting the full. <laughs> You're gonna be getting the full homeless tonight. Wait, what do you mean all? Of- what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> just running the around. Full homeless experience. Oh. <laughs> we just all. We should just. Honestly, we need to do one extra like thing where we just talk like that the entire. All three of them. <laughs> the entire. Maybe for like April Fools, like like because I definitely want to do a Vietnam Ago Go sequel, but like for like the back half of the episode, it's just like us all talking homeless about like <laughs> an episode that we made up. Like so, in this episode, Barbara King becomes a space god because that's what the show is. Now. Jesus, just kill me. As you was my great character, and I'm like, I'm just Barbara. Kidding. What are you doing? I have the power of the sun, Jim, and I can control the planet. This isn't like you, Barbara. Put Saturn back. Never, Jim. She's crazy. I have an idea, Harvey, but I'm gonna need to use you as bait. Me? Wait, did I send you guys the whole thing before? I saw that on, on Twitter. <laughs> Burger King and Pornhub come together to make fun of <laughs> You know that Yeah, it's for like that it was like a the, the Trump thing and like I forget who who said what, but like it was like we still The year of twenty nineteen and Pornhub and Burger King just joined together to make fun of the president of the United States. This is not the future I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you excuse me, I'm gonna go to Gordon. No, Gordon's always on the wrong side of history in your in your mind. Even though he's like the good guy in this show. Every time he says, "Now, if you'll excuse me," someone should really stop him before you walk out that door. Please don't do what you're about to do. <laughs> it's like the Biden memes. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I loved those. 
They were so stupid. They were so stupid. <laughs> I love okay. Because he was just so like, like, yeah, I'm gonna ruin him. It's like, okay. Then you just like read what he's doing and it's so petty. <laughs> and then freaking Obama's like, don't do it, Joe. Joe, just let it, Joe. Oh God, Joe. <laughs> In this like, case, like, doing... Bullock would be Obama. Um, yeah, basically. Okay. Really weird. Ooh. Uh, this this is gonna be hard, but like, I just realized <laughs> we, should, we should do like a pit for the song parody. It should be like a parody of the song that they sing the penguin at the beginning, but I don't know how that would work. I, I'm not up for like, <laughs> spontaneous singing. <laughs> it's just it's just been well, it wouldn't day. be spontaneous. I, I'd I'd have to I'd have to like do that in post, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how any of that works. Cause... Yeah. I remember oh, the year. I was like, oh, this is what he meant. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. You're All saying, right, oh, let's... yeah. There's some music for for Penguin. I was like, what? All right. Uh, we'll we'll get started though because I have to check on this teenager upstairs every now and again. Um, but he's distracted by a video game, so this should be a relatively quiet recording. Um, no man's land. Yeah. Oh my gosh, hold on. My boss is texting me. Will, will an Uber driver pick me up from the airport at 3 a.m.? Yes, they will. Have you tried to look at your Uber app? Because that will answer it for you. She's asked me a series of stupid questions in the past. It's crazy. She once texted me, can you pick up 30 basketballs by tomorrow morning? And I was like, what? Um, Do you have a Walmart with 30 basketballs? But why do you need that? It was like, I need them by tomorrow morning. 